So hi, my name is Elena, and this is the Rusty Rooster Podcast. I'm an energy transformation coach. I help women procure radiant, attractive energy that makes them feel confident, balanced, and secure. In this show, I talk about how to use holistic, natural methods to help you obtain the happy and purposeful life that you deserve. Today, we're going to be talking about yoga and how you can use this practice to help you relax, especially with all the uncertainty that's surrounding us in the world today. Yoga is not my personal area of expertise. I my, myself am just a beginner, you know, getting into it. So I've been using the Peloton app as my introduction into it, but I have a long journey to go with it still. So I figured I'd get an expert to talk with us today. I invited my colleague, Gianna Abali, who is a certified yoga instructor. How are you doing today, Gianna? I'm doing well, Elena. Thank you for having me. How's it going? Absolutely. Going really, really well. And super excited into, you know, finding out, even for myself, the best ways to use yoga to, like, revitalize your energy, especially with just, like, every day it just seems like... There's something new on the news and everyone is still kind of in a stressful state of either work or just just the new normal getting into it, right? Yeah, definitely. And there's so much, so much going on right now, especially just this year in general. Um, I feel like ever since this year has started, there's just been like one thing after another. Um, So there's a lot happening. Um, but I'm happy to be here and I do want to clarify that I'm not currently teaching yoga, but I love to, I have a deep yoga practice that I've been practicing for, oh my gosh, it's been maybe five to six years now. Um, and yeah, so I love sharing that with people and anything I can do to help with people. I'm also very open to Absolutely. And I'm just so curious as to how your, you know, yoga journey even began. Like, how did you get into it? Yes. So I have always been an active person. Um, I grew up and I was playing soccer since I don't even, since I was a kid. I don't, I always remember playing. Um, And I got into yoga when my soccer career was coming to an end. So um, I was graduating college and one of my teammates actually brought me to a hot yoga class. And ever since then, I think I was hooked to it. I, I mean, it really just took one class and I think one, a really great teacher too, um, yeah, was key to getting me into the practice. Um because that one class was just great and it was challenging and I just felt great afterwards. So it, it just happened to work out that way, thankfully. Um, so once I went to that class, I think I consistently kept going to those same, the same teacher, her name is Sachi. Um, she's based out of upstate New York and Troy, um, which I, where I went to school. So I continued going to her classes for the next year and a half or so, and, um, went to my training right after that. And what's the difference between the different yogas? So like, as I'm, you know, getting into it myself, there's like 
I feel like the restorative yoga, the yoga flow, or like how you just mentioned the hot yoga. Yeah. Because like there's so many different versions of yoga. <laughs> yes. So the the hot yoga class I went to was for a vinyasa practice, which is also what I'm trained in. I'm trained in vinyasa yoga, which um, vinyasa is mostly about moving with your breath. So um you're inhaling as you're doing certain movements and then you're also exhaling as you're doing certain movements. So it's a smooth transition, um, between your poses or your asanas. And there's also more restorative yoga, which I love. Um, and I hadn't really done any restorative classes before I went to my training. So Mm -hmm. I learned a lot more about that. Um, during my training, which is, I think restorative yoga is so important. Um, And I actually, a lot of times I forget about it, but it's, it's really great. Uh, And that's just sitting in certain poses that allow your body to relax. um, And it really targets certain areas, whether it's your hips or your shoulders, um, because that tends to be areas where a lot of people hold a lot of stress. So it's really just about relaxing. Um, And then there's yin yoga as well, which is another type of restorative yoga, but it's about holding certain poses for extended periods of time and really just surrendering to those poses. So it allows you to just really let go of whatever tensions you're holding in your body. So that's Absolutely. another great type. So there's there's a bunch of different ways that you can practice uh, the asanas in general. Um, and, and there's hatha yoga too, which is a bit more gentle way of um, moving with your breath. So there's a whole bunch of different ones, but I particularly am trained in vinyasa yoga. Okay, awesome. Yeah, as I'm getting into it myself now, I love the restorative. Oh my god, yes. Especially after like being on the computer all day, I'll just feel my entire back muscles I feel and shoulder and uh, neck, how you talked about how that like gets a lot of stress inside, Mm -hmm. completely release everything. So yes, that's really a great one. And then also, I love how you use the word surrender, like into the poses. I'm i not sure which one that was of the the yoga. Yeah, that was for yin. Yin. yin yoga. Okay. So that one's always great too because I mean, what I've just seen from yoga thus far, it's really actually difficult to surrender to like how your body is moving while breathing. It, it's actually a lot of patience that it requires. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a lot of like bringing your awareness internally to to not only what you're thinking and feeling but also well what you're feeling mentally and emotionally but also physically so in reference to yin yoga you're really just bringing your awareness inward and letting go of whatever muscle tensions and like really focusing on what areas you're working on and really like releasing those muscles and and any kind of thing anything that you're really holding on to absolutely yeah that's that's really so true um so what has been the most balancing you know for you that you've learned from your yoga practice that has like helped you navigate toward like through any love like life's craziness that 
is you know getting elevated so much more every day yeah sure um I think as I've deepened my practice a bunch one one when I started yoga you know when you get started in yoga and you see everyone doing these crazy poses and you're like whoa that's so cool like I want to yes. do that <laughs> <laughs> totally and, yeah and then you go to do it and you're like holy crap like this is not you know they make it look so easy and it's, oh my god it looks so easy like yeah. okay just put your foot here and yeah. just <laughs> pretend to do this and take a picture and it'll be great <laughs> exactly yeah so I mean I was right there too when I was getting started um and one of the things I really wanted to do was a forearm stand so I think I and then from I I guess it was after I went to my training and um, I was started to teach for about a year or so after my training. And then I took a break because I was focusing more on my architecture career. But during that time of when I was really practicing yoga after my training and teaching others, um, I practiced the forearm stand every day, like at least for five to 10 minutes. Um, I mean, five minutes was a lot in itself. Um, but just doing that every day and eventually I found my balance in a former forearm stand for maybe two seconds, but it was like the most exciting two seconds (laughs) that I've had. So I think like with that, just knowing that when you get started with something, that's something that you want to do that you haven't done before. And just knowing that if you practice it every day for at least five minutes, not even, it can be, you know, three minutes to get started or wherever you are. I think that for me was really strength, like really strengthened my practice and not only my practice in yoga, but also for, you know, anything in life that anyone wants to get started with or in general I think that's Absolutely. just it was good a, a good life lesson for me and I that think I realized so in my important. practice mm-hmm. yeah that's so important because especially for people who are just getting started and um are kind of realizing that their bodies are taking a toll from you know their new normal and their new everything or looking for you know maybe looking into yoga as a way to help their body relax and just to connect further with it that you are going to see these poses like all over Instagram and Pinterest and that you're going to want to do it mm-hmm. and that building up to it is what ultimately gets you to like the finish line that you're envisioning yeah definitely and for people getting started also I think it can be very scary and overwhelming but I think you know like I said even if it's just five minutes getting started with it so that it's not so overwhelming it's nothing crazy like five minutes of a couple stretches and just breathing and bringing your awareness inward like even that is a good start in my opinion absolutely totally agree Mm -hmm. and just as we're on the topic of you know people getting started one of the things that I feel like hold people back so they feel like they have to like buy a bunch of stuff that helps them get ready for yoga like yoga blocks and yoga blankets and all these kind of things like my sister bought I think like lululemon a hundred dollar yoga blocks and I'm like oh my, oh my god. god like do we need a hundred dollar <laughs> yoga blocks like that's so funny do you have like recommendations of stuff that are like 
for people who are just getting started can just like either use around their house or just anything just to to help them get you know their their feet in the water yeah definitely um so I do recommend blocks but the thing is if you have books around the house you could always stack them up and use the books um Mm -hmm. and then you could a, a blanket is also very helpful um Let's see what else. Yeah, I think a blocks, a blanket, and a strap. But you could always use if you if you have a man in the house, you can use a necktie. You could also use a scarf or um, that's a good one. Yeah, or even a towel too. A towel can kind of flip flop between being a substitute for a blanket and also a strap. Yeah, so that's definitely good. That I I've used my own that's definitely I think super helpful because even for myself I mean just getting started I was always sitting there being like oh well well I don't have that so I guess I can't do that pose or I can't do that so I think it's great that you have some recommendations that are definitely some things that everyone has in their their home like everyone has a book everyone has a towel everyone has all that stuff Mm -hmm. so what would you also say do you have like any pre-yoga ritual recommendations like stretch for this amount of time or, you know, make sure you're in a super peaceful environment or bring a glass of water, just like anything to also, you know, make the optimal benefit of the environment for somebody? Yes. So I always have a glass of water next to my mat um, and I try to find a space that's relatively open and sometimes I like... Um, depending on my practice, I, I'd like to be next to a wall. Um, cause that just opens up some opportunity to play with it a little bit if you're looking to get mm. inverted, but also putting your legs up against the wall is a great thing to do too, just to reverse your blood flow and let your, your, uh, blood flow kind of run back towards your hips and just like releasing some pressure off of your legs. Cause we're usually on our legs and our hips all day. So kind of like flipping so that around. Um, so I also like to sometimes be next to a wall, like I said. Um, and a candle is like a bonus. If I'm feeling, if I have one nearby, I'll usually light it. Um, it's a nice, especially with like a nice aroma, a nice ra- like relaxing aroma like lavender um, is always good. But you, that's like a bonus, though. Yeah, not, <laughs> so not have, necessary. But yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a nice touch. But yeah. I totally love the idea of having a candle, too, just because it's like I like to do yoga lately with the, the lights off, actually, or like yeah. super, super dim. And I feel like that makes it so much easier for me to get out of my own head. Because if Definitely. I have the lights on, it's like, oh, I'm seeing – I got to clean the countertop or I got to do yes. this after. So like having the, the lights kind of more dim. Just yeah, to... that's so true. So it's a great way to bring your awareness inward. Yeah, absolutely. Love that one. Mm-hmm. And as we also just talked about, I loved how you brought up the, you know, putting your like being near a wall to like reverse your, your blood flow and everything. Is that helpful for people who are, you know, where a lot of people are working from home right now and on their computers and their laptops and like non-ergonomical chairs and situations, mm-hmm. um, does that help 
their yes. their body definitely i think one of the best things if you've been sitting a lot all day or i mean the key i think is just getting inverted and i use that loosely because I think a lot of people hear inversion and automatically think like handstand or forearm stand or something crazy, but something complicated. Yeah. Yeah. But even like a forward fold, all inversion really is, is getting your hips. I mean, your shoulders and your head below your hips. So a forward fold is a simple inversion. A downward dog is a simple inversion. Um, So that I think is key. And then also, so if you're up against a wall and you have your legs above the wall, it's kind of like a flipped (laughs) inversion in a way. I don't know if that makes sense, but no, totally. um, But yeah, I think getting your legs up against the wall, allowing your blood flow, you can allow your legs to um, splay open a little bit if that feels good uh, for you. And I think that's a great thing. Um, also clasping your hands behind you and opening up your shoulders and your chest is a great thing to do because especially like you were saying with non-ergonomic chairs, like I always find myself hunching over and looking at the computer and so it's super important to just open up your chest and and open up your shoulders. Um, Absolutely. That's a huge one for me. (laughs) Yeah. So like even incorporating those two things. So clasping your hands behind your back and opening up your chest and then also folding forward is a great shoulder opener and it's, it feels amazing. (laughs) Perfect. Yeah. I I love that. And I love that all of these are actually so easy. Like they're not like nothing that you're saying is like, okay, well, like you said, do the forearm stand or go get into, I don't know, twisted cobra times a thousand. (laughs) Just, you know, flipping, you know, your, your head and getting it to like that level just to get the the blood moving and getting your back and everything. All these stretches is just something that anybody could do with like minimal amount of effort almost mm-hmm, definitely I also really love um I think it's super important for people that are on the computer all the time like stretching out your wrists and your hands because if you're like clicking a lot and using the mouse a lot you don't realize like how much you're actually putting on your wrist how much pressure you're putting on them Oh, so yeah, I absolutely. think opening those up a lot too is very important. What do you think are the best ways to do that? I've definitely seen in a few ways and sometimes I feel like I might even put too much pressure on like my wrist when I'm stretching it out. So like, do you mm-hmm. have any good recommendations of, you know, easy, feel good wrist openers? Yeah, definitely. Um, my favorite is just simply when you're on all fours. One of my favorite things to do is flip your hands so that your fingers are facing your knees when you're on all fours. That's a simple way to do it. And then what you can do is kind of roll your torso around so that your wrists are also kind of rolling out a little bit. Gotcha. So I'll do that. Um, I'll kind of do like a couple cat cows and then I'll do that. And then um, I also flip 
my hands very gently um, so that my palm is facing my torso. Gotcha. Yeah. Awesome. So I think those are easy ones. Yeah, those are definitely great. And I'm definitely going to give those a try so I don't have to uh, worry as much about my wrist <laughs> and feeling like I'm, because sometimes I'll feel like I'm like, oh, I'm going to like, hurt my wrist. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. Putting all my body weight on it. Yeah. And how often do you think that one should like practice yoga to to really feel the optimal benefits? Because, you know, you've been doing this, you said, for, you know, five, six years, right? Mm-hmm. That, you know, you, I'm sure, have seen huge differences in your body and your health from the beginning of your journey to everything that you've learned thus far and, and even where you are now. So how often should someone practice or for how long during the day even just to get people really feeling the benefits that this practice has for them? Yeah, sure. So I think it's tough because obviously we all have like so much going on. So I think it depends per person. And I also think per person, it changes. So especially with everything going on, people are digesting things differently and processing everything in different ways. So I think it's tough to say, you know, like every day someone should practice or every other day. I think it's kind of a lot more personal um, between how people are feeling and what they might have going on otherwise. Um, But I think if someone is practicing um, a couple times a week or if, if they have the time or, I mean, ideally, you know, every day would be amazing, but not everybody has that flexibility. Um, So I would say like a couple times a week, at least three to four times is a good amount so that you're constantly coming. When I think about practicing during the, throughout the week, it's kind of just to get in touch with myself and how I'm feeling, how, how the week is going and with whatever is coming happening during that time. So I think not allowing, you know, a full week to go by and not do that and check in with yourself and practice or move or whatever that is. Um, I think it should definitely be multiple times a week. Um, But again, like everybody has different schedules and different things going on. So it's definitely on a case by case basis. But that's what I would say. Yeah, it's like probably like too overwhelming even for your body to just be like, oh, hey, we did this two weeks ago. And then like your muscles have to like relearn like, yeah. kind of like the movement and, you know, checking in with yourself becomes so much harder because two weeks is a lot. So maybe mm-hmm. there's a lot that happened in two weeks and it just becomes a lot. Yeah, definitely. And, you know, is there a, the best time to do yoga is it like morning you know I don't know if it necessarily works with you know how our bodies are kind of moving throughout the day like as the sun's rising I've heard but there's also like everyone normally after work can go to yoga so like is there uh, a really a best time for people to do especially now that everyone's kind of at home and has a little bit more flexibility Mm -hmm. I love this question actually um I personally like to do yoga the most in the morning. Um, 
it's really crazy actually how stiff you feel in the morning and how like tight your muscles are and from doing nothing I mean you were sleeping all all night (laughs) hopefully but um but yeah I love to do yoga in the morning and it's a really great start to the day um and yeah really great start to the day and just getting your body going for the rest of the day as well I think is great that's my favorite time to practice um I don't always practice in the morning because I'm not the best at waking up (laughs) (laughs) you're not alone in there (laughs) (laughs) I'm terrible at waking up but um but yeah that's that's my favorite time um but again with people's schedules and stuff I mean ideally if I could wake up at 6 a.m. every morning and which isn't even like that crazy early and like do, get a yoga well, now practice. it seems very I know <laughs> it seems even early it's like how did we wake up at like five something to get into New York City to yeah, go to work it's definitely. like 8 a.m. is too early it feels like I know seriously I'm with you um but yeah I personally like in the morning but again like anytime people have the opportunity to practice I always encourage it no matter what time it is that's awesome that's I think that's great and I definitely want to try doing in the morning because I'll always do it after work because I'm like all right I got my computer shoulders and everything I got my computer eyes and it just is like that restorative kind of like go-to that I'm looking for to get my body like wrung out mm-hmm. but I definitely think in the morning just like to set your day up for success is like a really great perspective of it yeah definitely there's also a bunch of um, poses that are good for before you're going to bed um, so that's also I think it's very important to do there are certain poses that kind of give you energy and there's certain poses that relax you. Um, yes. So that's very important to make sure that you're not doing any energizing poses before you're going to bed or you're not, I mean, if you want to kind of wake up a bit more slowly and do more relaxing poses in the morning, um, that's kind of like a slower way to get going. Um, but there are more energizing poses that you can do in the morning to kind of get yourself jump started for your day can you give an example of like one thing that like morning wise and one nighttime just so like maybe people can kind of practice these themselves yeah definitely um so in the morning um any inversion again like forward fold downward dog is very good in the morning as well um And also your mountain poses in the morning or like really strong mountain poses are good. Um, And then at night, um, definitely no inversions. A a nice, like a soft down dog is okay and forward folds are okay. But I would recommend more um, like cat cows and low lunges to open up your hips and any stress that you might be holding in your hips before going to bed. Um, And child's poses are amazing before bed as well. I love child poses. Those are like absolute favorites. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. And another one of my favorites that's super relaxing is the supine twist. 
so on your back um you can either bring both of your knees to your chest and twist them over to one side while keeping your shoulders on the ground um or you can do it with just one leg um but that's also one of my absolute favorites I'll definitely be giving that one a try. Yes, mm. I, I've done, you know, some twisting, um, which I definitely like of just opening up and just like feeling like you had mentioned in the beginning of the show of like just opening up your chest and how like amazing that feels. So mm-hmm. that's really helpful. Yeah, definitely. So what helps you remember that like you and your practice are like all really sacred to you? Like, even throughout all the stress that is constantly like in our lives and all the uncertainty. Cause I feel like a lot of people just are just overwhelmed by everything that mm. is constantly coming up. And even when life does go back to normal, which none of us have any idea where it is, mm-hmm. you know, we all have like these new habits and like these new kind of coworkers or family members and <laughs> just everything mm. is so much different and it can get easy to get, lost in like the daily grind and even this new you know kind of grind Mm -hmm. so what helps you personally remember like no like I have to go and do yoga I'm not gonna go sit on the couch like right after my my work day right yeah this is a really great question because like you're saying with all of this kind of this new lifestyle I guess that we've all been thrown into recently um it's been challenging to find an adjustment, I think, for everyone and what that means for each person. Um, I personally have been, um, I think, just getting outside for me is what, and just getting some fresh air has, I think, something always, like, clicks for me to realize, like, I'm away from you know, work or anything else that I might have to be obligated to at the time, cleaning, whatever. Um, But I think just getting outside for me, um, and whether that's just standing outside, you know, in the yard or looking at the plants and flowers or, you know, going for a walk around the block or going for a run, whatever. I think just the simple act of stepping outside. And I know that's like a crazy thing because we weren't supposed to be going anywhere for like the past two to three months. And finally now, (laughs) (laughs) finally now, like, you know, things are slowly opening up. And, but I think even during that time, just safely like going outside and, you know, keeping your distance from people and just being aware of obviously the virus and everything that's going on but um just being outside in the fresh air nature for me is what brings me back in touch with the overall you know the overall um I guess just situation and universe or you know absolutely all the energies that are around us it's like it holds you responsible for yourself of just being yourself in nature with nature. Mm -hmm. Like this is the call to do like not technology. That's not natural. None of that is. And it Mm -hmm. just um, definitely inspiring. And I totally resonate with that too, because I'll just be like inside. I'm just like, I got to get out of here. I need to like, (laughs) I can't get anything done because I need to 
get the fresh air, see a tree, see yeah. some grass, feel the wind on me. And that definitely always gets, you know, the mood going, the mm-hmm. it motivates us. Yeah, definitely. So what advice would you give people who are, you know, nervous about starting their journey with yoga? They've, they've seen the post, they're interested in it. They, you know, are definitely wanting to get started, but they're just nervous. Some of us just get like antsy with new beginnings. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think similar to what I was saying before, I think like starting with, even if it's five minutes, um, so that it's not so overwhelming, um, start with five minutes and honestly take it slow take it easy like take it at your own pace um and I think just kind of getting I mean getting started is the hardest thing and then once you've gotten once you get make that first step and practice for the first time it's always about showing up and going and rolling out your mat and it's always about like taking that step to get started, which I know and I have experienced time and time again, that is like, there's so much resistance there sometimes. Like that's the really the hardest part. So I think- Yeah, like getting in your head. Yeah, exactly. So I think just getting past that and just doing it and starting slow and easy, and then you can always work up from there. Um, so I, and I also think like a lot of people are discouraged from starting yoga because they say they're not flexible. And I think that's like all the more reason to do yoga. <laughs> yeah. To work towards your goal. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I think just starting slow and taking it easy and, you know, not pushing yourself too hard. Um, but really just like showing up is the biggest thing and and starting with like five minutes, I think is, is a good, a good way to get slowly started. Yeah, totally manageable. Everyone Mm -hmm. can just give five minutes. And then the more and more they realize that they they love it and how much that it really works for their body just probably makes a world of difference. Mm -hmm. And sometimes too, like, when there's some days that, you know, I just don't feel like, doing any sort of physical activity or practice at all and then I'll tell myself okay you know only five minutes like that's fine and then honestly once I've been moving for five minutes then I continue my practice for longer yeah so I think if you can kind of like if you are feeling a lot of like resistance in your practice and nervousness about it that just getting started with that five minutes is good because then chances are it will grow from there yes a body in motion wants to stay yes, in motion exactly. absolutely <laughs> <laughs> I know some yoga stuff <laughs> so I'm also curious as to you know what you recommend like everyone has an app for everything I personally use the Peloton app because I'm at my parents house during all of this and they had the Peloton bike so we it connects with the the program and everything. So I do use the Peloton Peloton Yoga, um, and I've tried other yoga apps. Like I've had one that was like twenty five dollars for 
a month or every week. I don't even remember. I was just like, all right, but I'm getting into yoga, so I'm going to do it. So I'm mm-hmm. sure a lot of people are always searching around um, to have like a guide with them to let them know and show them what they're supposed to be doing, what the poses look like, how long and everything. So in your own experience of it, have you you know seen any really great apps that people can get started with? Um, yes. So I know that I think there's a yoga for beginners app. I haven't used it personally, but I've heard that that is a good one to get started with. And also on YouTube, there's um, a woman named Adrian. So she has her own yoga channel. It's called the Yoga with Adrian. And okay. those are all readily available um, yoga videos that um you know, are free and same thing with the yoga for beginners app. That one I believe is free as well. Um, so yoga with Adrian, I think blew up a lot during quarantine. Um, I read an article on her, um, and I think people just started gravitating towards her videos, which is a great thing. So I think that's a good resource. Um, and then I think as you kind of get started with some of those I think then like a paid app is more reasonable you know as you get going like yeah if you're gonna Investing. be using it yeah exactly um I personally use um yoga works is a studio and they do online videos so I personally subscribe to their online videos which I think a lot of studios do post their own online um stuff especially now during quarantine yeah especially now yeah yeah um so that's what I have had available um yeah I think YouTube is a great resource and a lot of people have a lot of channels on there absolutely just like get exploring get kind of looking and you know use these people as your mentors because Mm -hmm. when you find someone that you really connect with like how you had said in the beginning of the show how you know when you first started getting started and you had that amazing teacher that you really connected with Mm -hmm. that like sometimes inspires us even more just to to keep going and keep moving because we connect with the person which makes the journey so much better Mm -hmm. yeah that's that's very true And I think um, with that said, I think it has been tough during quarantine not being able to go to classes and have that connection with people. So I think that's why like live classes are very important because there is a lot more of a connection there rather than just watching a video that was recorded previously. Right. Um, Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a great point to to kind of have the scheduled time to practice uh, the class live. Well, this was really so helpful. I mean, even for me, as I'm just beginning my own yoga practice and really getting into it and totally feeling the benefits, I can't wait to try the morning kind of uh, practice and then compare it to the nighttime Mm -hmm. to see even like if it helps with me falling asleep quicker and just getting my body in a relaxed state so thank you so so much Jana for joining me today um and really 
you know, diving deep into the yoga practice and how to get the the most out of it. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for having me. It was a lot of fun.